Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good And just center yourself in the ever-present, loving, joyful energy of source expressing as you in the now powerful group namaste so i want to begin this morning with a quote from a book called the magic and it is a book by rhonda Byrne of the secret fame and here's what rhonda wrote in the book the magic she said whenever you find yourself thinking there's a chance at play with something in your life or thinking you have no control over something, or when you find yourself hoping, hoping something will turn out well. Remember, there's no chance for the law of attraction. You will get what you're thinking and feeling. Gratitude helps protect you from attracting what you don't want, bad outcomes, and it ensures you get what you do want. Magnificent outcomes. So let's peel this back a little bit. And I want to insert some stuff into this quote from Rhonda, because she said, when you find yourself thinking there's a chance at play, something in your life, let's start with that. Translation, you feel as if the odds of a scenario could go either way. It's kind of a roll of the dice. And we're going, come on universe, daddy needs a new pair of shoes. thinking you have no control over something, or hoping for a specific outcome. Translation, when this happens for someone, they have temporarily slipped from a consciousness maintaining a state of faith and knowing into an energy, an aura, a consciousness of doubt. Well, you know, I I don't know, I'm not sure. I, I, I hope I manifest my desire and not my fears. There's no chance for the law of attraction. Translation, the law of attraction is still working. It works 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's only now as a result of slipping into that lower vibrating energy of doubt, it's working towards attracting the manifestation of a matching lower energetic frequency of what someone doesn't want. Last translation, a consistent practice of gratitude in all things, a consistent practice of gratitude in all things repels what you don't want and ensures you manifest what you do want. Magnificent, magical outcomes, which is the title of our lesson this morning, Magical Outcomes. So I'm excited because... We're kicking off a new series this month, all based on gratitude, the magic of gratitude, and it's based on the book by Rhonda that I just mentioned, The Magic, and we do have it in the bookstore. And for our magical gratitude series, 
we have chosen to focus the focus for this series to center around one verse from the Holy Scriptures. And I know it's a verse most are going to be familiar with, and the Scripture is in Matthew. And we get it, we're told that it comes from the Master Teacher Jesus, and here's what the Scripture reads. For whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that he hath. Hmm. We get it. It doesn't seem fair at first blush. It doesn't seem to be in alignment with all the other wisdom we get from the great teacher's message. Now, however, in the magic, Rhonda aligns this particular quote with a quote from the Quran, which reads, God proclaimed, if you are grateful, I will give you more. If you are ungrateful, verily, my punishment is indeed severe. You know, when you add verily to anything, it helps it sound a little more palatable. It's here Rhonda provides the core message of our series. As she proposes this thought, what if the word gratitude was accidentally or even perhaps intentionally left out of the multitude of translations of Scripture which have occurred over the eons? And for whatever reason, perhaps the scribes at the time didn't include gratitude into the master teacher's words. If that was the case, we have a slightly different direction from the master teacher. It would be, for whosoever hath gratitude to her shall be given, and she shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not from her shall be taken away even that she hath. Hmm. Now that changes it up a little bit, doesn't it? That makes it make feel like, oh, that's making more sense. And here's what Rhonda, Rhonda wrote in the magic about this potential slight of the word gratitude. She said, by revelation of one hidden word, a cryptic text is made crystal clear. 2,000 years have passed since those words were recorded, but they are as true today as they ever were. If you don't think, take time to be grateful for what you will never, if you don't take the time to be grateful, you will never have more, and what you do have, you will lose. And the promise of the magic that will happen with gratitude is in these words. If you're grateful, you will be given more and you will have an abundance. Well, an abundance of what? Well, an abundance of more magical outcomes. An abundance of more of what you would like to experience. An abundance of more love, more health, more wealth, and success. And we're going to step out on the skinny branch here and promise you this. Through a consistent practice of gratitude, you will have an abundance. An abundance of more of the feeling, knowing, awareness of always being and perfect alignment and oneness with divine source. Oh, 
huh, ever, ever feel like you're out of alignment with source? Do you not get on 285? <laughs> of course you do. We all have that feeling occasionally. When understand something, that doesn't mean that source is not present. It simply means we have not worked with our vibration, our conscious energy, to raise that vibration into the level that we know source to be. Into the level that we know source to be. So we have a little parable for you this morning. It makes just such a strong point for this morning's service. And the parable goes like this. You know, there was this fellow, and his name was Jim, and Jim was in serious trouble with the missus. Jim forgot his wedding anniversary. Oh my. And his wife was really upset and angry about this too. And she told Jim, she said, you know what? Tomorrow morning, I expect to find a gift in the driveway that goes from zero to 206 seconds flat, and it better be there. Next morning, Jim got up early and he left for work. When his wife woke up, she looked out the window and sure enough, there's this small box beautifully wrapped in the middle of the driveway. So she runs out and brings the box out, box back into the house. And she opens it. And inside the box is a brand new bathroom scale. <laughs> Funeral services for Jim have been scheduled for the Friday after Thanksgiving. And here's the moral to the parable. We have the opportunity to express gratitude and appreciation in all things. We can express gratitude and appreciation for the people who are in our lives while simultaneously expressing gratitude and appreciation for certain types of people who are not in our lives, such as the dearly departed Jim and his wife. Because the law of attraction will work with either expression. The law of attraction is going to draw to us that which we are grateful for. In The Magic, Rhonda wrote this. She said, a pilot doesn't hope that the laws of physics will keep working during his flight. Because he knows the laws of physics will never fail. You don't go into your day and hope that the law of gravity will keep you on the ground so you don't float off into space. You know there's no chance at play and gravity's law will never fail. If you want magnific magnificent outcomes in everything you do, then you have to use the laws that govern the outcomes. The law of attraction. That means you have to use your thoughts and feelings to attract magnificent outcomes to you. And being grateful for magnificent outcomes is one of the simplest ways to do it. Now, look, it's, it's November, Thanksgiving, and we chose the book The Magic for two reasons. One, it allows us to focus on gratitude. So that's kind of transparent during the month of Thanksgiving. Got it. But the other thing that's in the magic that I love, and so I hope if you choose to follow along with the series, 
you heed this advice. Every chapter in the magic has various exercises that we can do to help instill a sense, a practice of consistent gratitude in our experience. Because we forget sometimes to express gratitude for those little small things that occur. It may be that free, that opening up parking space. It may be somebody stopping and, and letting us turn left when we need to turn left on a busy street. Right? It may be that phone call that says, hey, I can't make dinner. You have to make other plans. And you get to say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I get to stay in my comfy clothes. The little things. The little things. We're not talking about the pay raise. We're not talking about the hot date. We're talking about the little things. Developing a consistent practice of gratitude in all the little blessings, miracles that occur within our journey. And they're there. They're there. Sometimes we have to remind ourselves of them. Sometimes we have to get clear that, you know, perhaps if things aren't going well in my journey right now, or there's something that's causing me a bit of concern, it's not about the universe working against me. It's not about the fact that I don't know how to use the law of attraction. It's simply a recognition that my energy is resonating at a frequency lower than I intend. Lower than I intend. How do I get that energy back up? Look for the good in my life. Look for the opportunity to say, thank you God, thank you God, thank you God. I get to spend my mornings, Sunday mornings, looking out at this gorgeous group of people. They in turn get to have their Sunday looking at this gorgeous individual. Christine Northrup wrote, feeling grateful or appreciative of someone or something in your life actually attracts more of the things that you appreciate and value into your life. So let's think about this. Let's talk this through. You want to have more love in your life? Then center yourself in a consciousness of gratitude for the people that are currently present that you can and do love. Because they're there. I know they're there. They might not be warming your feet at night. But that's not the point. The point is we want to focus on raising the vibration of energy. The vibration of energy, it's not about the who. It's about the what. And the what is the number of individuals in your journey that share love with you. And that can be one person. You want to experience more, more, more health? More vibrancy? Think about it. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I got out of bed this morning. That should be enough. That should be enough. Because that gets that energy moving in another direction. It's not about what you got it when you got out of the mirror, what you looked at on the scale, what, what you looked at in the mirror, it is about the fact that you got out of bed.
you get out of bed in the morning, you are experiencing and that culmination of the vibrant, healthy energy of source coming forward as the magnificent you. Everything else is a result of the words and intentions that you project from that moment forward. What about abundance? Mm. I don't know. Can you express gratitude for the abundance that you have right now in your checking account, in your billfold, wherever it may be? And can you, regardless of the amount there, amounts that's there, can you put into the positive energy of the universe a vibration, a frequency that says, thank you God, thank you God, thank you God, for the attraction of financial ease into my journey? Of course you can. The question is, will you? Will you? Will you look at that checking account statement, whatever it is, and say, this is really good. This is really good. Because today, I'm rich. Today, all my needs are met. Today, I know begins, begins the evolution, the expansion Give me a word of my magnificent financial windfall. How about that? We can play with that a little bit. That's up to you guys. But are you willing to do it? See, I can't say, we can't say, come to you and say every day, have you gotten up and expressed gratitude? Have you gotten up and said, wow, thank you, God, thank you, God, thank you, God, for this magnificent day? We can only provide the means for which you to do for you to do that and the means that we're providing is simply saying own the intent own the intent to shape your journey through the power of your words through the frequency of your consciousness by knowing that whatever it is you're seeing out there is not who you are it is simply a representation of that which you may accept or choose to transform. And you choose to transform it from one intent. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for my knowing awareness that I am the master creator for my experience. Nothing else matters. Meister Eckhart wrote this. He said, if the only prayer you say in your life is thank you, it will suffice. The only prayer you ever say in your life it is thank you, it will suffice. Eckhart charted the course for humanity to follow. So humanity would always experience the fullness of life. The fullness of life. Because that which we express our gratitude for always serves as a resonating beacon to draw back more of the same into our experience. Now, does this mean, because I like to be clear about these things, if you get up and you say gratitude for every single thing that occurs in your journey all the time, that you'll never have a problem ever and ever again? No. Would love to tell you yes, but this is a teaching of truth, so I can't do that. What it means is that you will have the ability to move back into that powerful vibration 
to attract the experiences that you do want. You will have the ability to look at a, a discordant fact in the face and say, wait a second, I know in this moment something to be grateful for. And what I am grateful for is my innate ability to express the creative essence of the divine throughout my journey and have it respond in a manner which reflects my word, my thought. What else? Somebody's got to know this. My, who said deed? Gold star. Gold star. My thought, my word, and my deed. Holmes said this in the science of mind. He said, in everything give thanks. An attitude of gratitude is most salutary and bespeaks the realization that we are now in heaven. How do we love to do for those who cooperate with and are grateful for our small endeavors? Gratitude is one of the chief graces of human existence and is crowned in heaven with a consciousness of unity. A unity with what? Why, a unity with ever-present infinite intelligence, with ever-present infinite creativity. Holmes is saying an expression of thankfulness elevates our consciousness to a point of awareness that all is divine spirit. All is divine spirit. Therefore, all of heaven is right here and now. Right here and now. That fullness exists as you. We might not always give thanks for it, but the intention for this series throughout the month is for us to start that process. To be mindful that if we have that process going, there are going to be tools provided for us to continue to enhance and expand that process. I want to tell you a great story. Some people say it's true. And it's about a university professor and he challenged his students one, one day, and he said, I have a question for you. And the question was, did God create everything that exists? And one student bravely replied, yes, God created everything. And the professor again asked, God re created everything? And the student replied, yes, that's what I said. And the pr professor said, if God created everything, then God created evil, since evil exists. And according to the principle that our works define who we are, then God is evil. The student became very quiet as he tried to comp contemplate the answer. And the professor was very pleased with himself and boasted to the students that he had proven that God, faith in God, is a myth. Well, another student raised his hand and said, Professor, can I ask you a question? And the student stood up and asked, Does cold exist? And the professor stammered a bit and replied, Well, what kind of question is that? Of course cold exists. Have you not ever been cold? And the student snickered. The, the student snickered at the young man's question, and the young man went on. In fact, sir, Cold does not exist according to the laws of physics. According to the laws of physics, what we consider cold is in reality 
the absence of heat. Everybody our object is susceptible to study when it transmits, when it has or transmits energy. Absolute zero is the total absence of heat. All matter becomes inert and incapable of reaction at that temperature. Cold does not exist. Humankind has created the word to describe how we feel if we have no heat. And the student continued and said, Professor, does darkness exist? And the professor responded, well, of course it does. And the student replied, once again, sir, you, you were wrong. Darkness does not exist. Darkness is, in reality, the absence of light. And we can study light, but not darkness. In fact, we can use Newton's prism to break white light into many colors and study the various wavelengths of each color. You cannot measure darkness. A simple ray of light can break into a world of darkness and illuminate, illuminate it. How can you know how dark a certain space is? You measure the amount of light present. Isn't that correct? Darkness is a term used by humankind to describe what happens when there is no light. Finally, the young man asked the professor, Sir, does evil exist? And so now, uncertain of, of his own knowing, the re re professor responded, Of course, as I've already said, we see it every day. It is in the daily example of man's inhumanity to man. It is in the multitude of crime and violence everywhere in this, this world. These manifestations are nothing else but evil. And the student replied, evil does not exist. Or at least it does not exist unto itself. Evil is the absence of good. Evil is the absence of God. It is just like the darkness and cold, a word that humankind has created to describe the absence of God. God did not create evil Evil is not like faith or love that exists just as does light and heat. Evil is the result of what happens when humankind does not have God's love present in its heart. It's like the cold that comes when there is no heat or the darkness that comes when there is no light. And the professor sat down. Well, the young student's name, Albert Einstein. Now, the story about young Einstein, as I said, it's said to be true. I don't know if it is. However, I like the story not because of its validity. I don't know whether it's truth or not, true or not. But I love the story for the truth that it holds. Simply for the truth it holds. However, we have verified that Einstein said the problem. Said, said the following, the problem that exists, problems that exist in the world today cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. Suffice it to say, the problems, the issues, the everyday, ordinary life dilemmas everyone faces from time to time, everyone faces from time to time, cannot be resolved with the same level of thinking that created them. We ask you to consider, just consider, 
everyday life issues individuals face is not from the absence of source energy the law, or because the law of attraction is not working correctly, nor even the fault of whomever wins the election on Tuesday. I don't want to hear it come Wednesday morning. The issues that exist is a, are a result of a lack of the consistent practice of gratitude. Not for the issues or problems. Rather for the mere reflection of the abundant expressions of source which occur in everyone's journey every single day. The smallest beam of light can still be measured in the darkness. The most infinite amount of the power and energy of source can be expanded in the darkest of times. Are you following that? Of course you are. And we ask that you focus on that light. We ask that you focus on the little expressions of the divine. Because it is those little expressions of the divine within our journey that begin to build up. They begin to create some uh, momentum is the word. And in that magnificent momentum you are drawing, creating more and more magnificent outcomes. Our affirmation card this week is from Rhonda and the Magic, and it reads, when gratitude becomes your way of life, not practice occasionally, or only when things are going our way, when gratitude becomes your way of life, you automatically go into everything you do with gratitude, knowing that the magic of gratitude will produce a magnificent outcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, as we shared in this book, and even this particular chapter that I'm referring to, because, you know, this book, tons of stuff on gratitude for love, for health, abundance, all that wonderful stuff. It's in, it's in the book with exercises. And so we're only going to focus on different sections for our series. But there's a section on magnificent outcomes. And I chose to call it magical outcomes, because, you know, that's just the kind of guy I am. But in there, there's all these steps that we can follow. And the first step that she gives us for magical outcomes in our, in our experience is to make a list of three situations that you've chosen for magnificent outcomes. So in other words, if I have this on my agenda that I'd like to achieve, this and this, right? Three different things I want to achieve. I'm going to make a list of those. And using gratitude's Magical energy. It's attractive force. I'm going to write down each one and imagine that it's already occurred. That it's already occurred. And as you're writing each one out, you're feeling how you're going to feel, how grateful you're going to feel as they've manifested within your journey. And you're just going to write, thank you for the magnificent outcome too. The pay raise, the new client, 
the hottie down the street. Whatever floats your boat. You know. And she gives us another step, something to consider. That as we're going about our day, and if we're having that experience, where? You ever had one of those things where it just piles up? It's like, why did I get out of bed this morning? Putting on makeup was just a total waste of time. Those things begin to pile up. And we begin to worry about them. And she suggests that we take three of them, whatever they are, write them down. I know traffic's going to be a bear. This client's going to be difficult. Whatever it is. And then rewrite it. I get to thank you for the magical outcome of getting to work on time. Thank you for the magical outcome of having an easy and loving and joyful and successful and abundant conversation with this particular client. He agrees with me. (laughs) That was baby talk for amen. (laughs) Our true dad. Take your pick. (laughs) But look, you get to decide. You get to decide what you're going to address and expressing your gratitude for. What we're suggesting is that you express gratitude for everything. Holmes said, if you wish to come to the Spirit for the healing for our wounds, let us come in peace with spontaneous joy, for the Spirit is joy. Let us come with thanksgiving also, for a thankful heart is in harmony with life. In this way, we are entering into the portals of reality, clad in garments of righteousness. And we really want to point out, Holmes is saying, has said, a thankful heart is in harmony with life. He's not saying, a thankful heart is in harmony with life when things are going our way. He did not say, a thankful heart is in harmony with life when everyone agrees with us. He simply said, a thankful heart is in harmony with life. And if you follow along with this practice of gratitude, if you follow along with the series over the course of the month, if you follow along and get up in the morning and just say, thank you God, thank you God, thank you God, it will suffice to activate, activate the law of attraction within your journey. And not only activate the law of attraction within your journey, but will activate it to the point that what it draws to you, what it begins to manifest for you and through you, are the magical outcomes that you know like you know like you know. The universe wants you to experience. You know how you know that you've manifested something the universe wanted to express through you? You know how you know that? Because you begin getting a sense of ease. You begin getting the sense of awareness that, wow, that was much easier than I thought it was going to be. I simply had to refocus my mind, refocus my consciousness and energy, and be grateful for all that this experience was going to teach me. And when you do that, and that demonstration occurs, it occurs not just a result of the work that you've done, but it occurs as a result 
if that's the way the universe says to you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being the conduit for something greater, something more, something that is worthy of the power of you. So, who's ready for some magical outcomes? In that case, get to scripting. Get to expressing gratitude. Get to saying at every turn, thank you God, thank you God, thank you God for this magnificent, joyful group of individuals before me. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.